The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, who is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And we enjoy being with you each time that we get the opportunity. And Percy, I enjoy being with you. It's a privilege to be here. And likewise, my friend, as we continue to tackle tough subjects, but one that brings light and hope to individuals in their times of need. That is Pastor P, the voice of inspiration as we know him around here. And uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation and our guest will join us a bit later. The uh, topic today is keep your eyes on me. Well, when we're facing challenges, hardships, negative circumstances, we have to be very clear that our focus becomes crucial and that we can be easily distracted by many things around us that can throw us off of our mark and where we're trying to go. So keep our focus on him is the theme for today's show. Keep your eyes on the Lord. All right, tell us who we're going to meet on the program. Well, we're going to meet a, a young minister by the name of Larry Jones who experienced a, a challenge of cancer in his life that he really had to go through a couple of things with regard to himself in terms of what am I going to do and how am I going to respond appropriately and even challenged himself even as being a minister of the gospel. It's going to be a good conversation. Yeah, I've previewed it a little bit and I just want our listeners to know you need to stay tuned for this one. Absolutely. You really do. All right, we'll get to that conversation in a moment as you talk with Larry Jones. Our resource that we want to put into your hands and you can do so by going to our website and printing it out. It's called Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients. And that's uh, that's free of charge, as always. These resources, you know, we, we pass them on free of charge, and we want our listeners to get a copy. Another freebie. We love giving away free things here. You get a car. You get a car. Everybody gets a car. You get a resource. And so today, we are going to give you another great resource that's going to bless your life. Just to be clear, no cars. No cars. Just, just resources. Just being funny and facetious. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, that is available. And you are listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. The fact that you're listening means that you found us as a podcast, but are you a subscriber to the podcast on iTunes so that you never miss an episode and so that others will listen as well because you review this program and it attracts listeners? That's how it works. It does. And we would like to hear your thoughts. So give us reviews of the show. Uh, Give us your reflection and let us know how the show is blessing you so others also can read that and be encouraged to download download, subscribe, and share this program with others. We've got a lot of people to reach out here. Stay tuned for our guest. This podcast is made possible by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, you have the uh, scriptures open there, and I think these verses, we need to hear them now. They'll come alive after you hear the interview today, though. So quickly, again, Romans 4 
our spiritual nugget, and we're going to start at verse 17. I could actually read this entire chapter, but for the sake of brevity, uh, we're going to give you a very condensed version that'll get the point to you, and we'll unpack it later. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Verse 18, against all hope, Abraham, in hope, believed and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. And our verse 19 is our operative verse. Without weakening in his faith, he being Abraham faced the fact, faced the fact. I want you to write that down and remember it. We'll talk about it later. He faced the fact that his body was good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb also was dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. Well, that's the testimony of our guest today. So let's listen to it now recorded in Noonan, Georgia. Here's Percy with our guest. Well, with me today is Minister Larry Jones, who is a uh, prostate cancer patient who treated at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America uh, in Noonan, Georgia, at Southeastern Regional Medical Center. Also has been uh, part of and a graduate of the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training Program. And he has stopped by to spend a little time with us today on the show. Welcome to the program, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. First Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're, it's, you're welcome. First of all, you look fantastic, and I want that suit that you're wearing, okay? Okay. If you can fit it, you can have it. <laughs> I like smartly dressed men, that's for sure. Thrilled to have you and want to kind of hear your story a little bit with regard to being a cancer patient. Uh, Obviously, you're in the ministry, and you also have uh, been trained in cancer care leadership training uh, to actually deal with cancer care ministry inside of the local church. So we got a little bit to talk about. So let's first talk a little bit about your background, uh, when and where you were, when you were, in, what age were you diagnosed with cancer, and what type of treatment did you do? We don't need to go into a lot of detail about your treatment. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, well, I was diagnosed and right after getting married, so it was actually 2013. Okay. It, I tell you, it was something else as far as me accepting that, first okay. of all. Okay. And I believe that that's a problem uh, with many people. First, you got to accept it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that you accept it as, oh, I suppose to have right, this, right. to acknowledge. You can't do nothing with nothing that you don't acknowledge. Right, right. The reality so of the to, situation. Yeah, yes. So I had to really actually had a time, hey, do I got cancer? Uh-huh. I can't believe this. Sure. What do I do? What do I do? Am I going to die? Sure. So I'm like, no. I'm just going to believe God. I'm going to go through this with faith. I'm going to just deny Mm. the fact. And that's one thing that we can't do. We can't, God can't do anything if we deny the fact. It's interesting. You bring up a, a couple of really interesting points that Mm -hmm. I want to try to just quickly tap into. Mm -hmm. Number one, the Bible says that when, um, God told Abraham and Sarah that they were going to be the father and mother of many nations. Mm -hmm. And of course, the word of God says that Abraham and Sarah laughed at God. The Bible says that Abraham had to face the facts of his situation. Amen. And again, it's a, I think it's a lost principle within the context of Christian theology. Facing facts is not allowing facts to dictate our outcomes. Amen. And so yes. with that, that's what I just heard you say. And so I want to yes. be real clear because living by faith is not in denial. 
It's right. not ignoring. Right. It's not, you know, just turning a blind right. eye. Right. We've got to uh, absorb and, and take ownership of here's the facts of my situation. Mm-hmm. But the good news is that facts are subject to change. Amen. Yes. And, and I want to say just what you just said, just to add to that. I did a message some years ago, and the message was, you know, we don't deny the fact, but faith erases the fact. You faced your facts. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this is more of a common dynamic than many will admit to. And I think particularly among men, and dare I say many published studies by healthcare institutions, such as the National Center for Biotechnology Information, which is, of course, a branch of the National Institutes of Health, report that incidence of prostate cancer, as an example, is higher among African-American men than any other male group, and because of lack of knowledge, communication, social support, quality of care, and sexuality, these things contributed to non-participation in prostate cancer early detection activities. So basically, you're saying one must work through these barriers and come to terms with that, and of course, you did. Yes. So upon doing that, then what? What did you do after that? I believe that my faith had to really kick in, realizing that this is here now, and what do I do? Right. I'm a minister. Yeah. How can I not show faith by walking by faith? Got it. This has been diagnosed. Um, what do I do? Faith. Yeah. That's where I go. I go to God. My turn. Up to yeah. bat now. Yes. Got to walk the walk and talk the talk. That's right. That's right. I got to walk the water. I can't start sinking because of my mindset. And that, that was another thing, the, the manhood thing. And you're, you're talking about your sexual organ. Yes, and you're sir. talking about being ashamed and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like, uh, what do I do? Do I keep this a secret? Right. God, this, this can't be for real, yeah. but, but it is. And so uh, being a minister, God spoke to me, says that there's not only miracles where I just do it my way, Without physicians or doctors, uh, God said that you need to realize that I do use doctors, too. And because I'm thinking, well, you're going to do this, God, Mm -hmm. not the doctors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're going to do this, God, not the doctors. So here we go. I I have this conversation virtually almost in every segment that I do. And it's important to reconcile this point because I have seen and heard individuals struggle with I'm the man of faith and power or the woman of faith and power. Mm -hmm. I don't need a doctor. I don't need to go see a physician. I don't Mm -hmm. need to take medicine. I don't need to do any of that Mm -hmm. and suffer, in many cases, terrible consequences because of confusing the idea of walking by faith means that I sit and do nothing from the natural perspective. You embraced and incorporated the two together. Mm -hmm. And so you start treatment for your cancer. Yes. And you begin, uh, you do radiation, chemotherapy, surgery? Radiation. Okay. So you do radiation therapy. You mm-hmm. start this process. Mm-hmm. You embrace the fact that, yep, it's me. I'm mm-hmm. the man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I got this. Right. I got to get out. I got to get out the boat and start walking. Mm-hmm. I just got back from Israel. That scripture is so alive in my heart because I literally sat on the, Gal- the Sea of Galilee. Mm-hmm. So, when, you know, when I, when I referenced that scripture, it just, it just explodes inside of me. Yes. I got to get out the boat. I got to start walking by faith, right. but I got to start moving in a direction. Right. How long did you do your treatment? Uh, it was about two months. Two months. I was here. I was actually here. Okay. I believe that what helped me a lot going back to faith is my relationship with God and my relationship with 
the facility where I was at was Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Okay. I felt very comfortable, and that's very important, too, when you talk about the physical side of sure. it. Sure. And in an environment of people that you trust. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. also allowing you to utilize your faith in the midst of the medical treatment process. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And I found to even to get even more comfortable because God had his hand on me before I got here. Yeah. Knowing that he was even using me at a time like this, ah. at a place like this. Wow, wow. So fast mm-hmm. forward, God's using you. Mm-hmm. How has God used you not in the pulpit, right? Uh, not not bringing down thunder and rain, <laughs> but in the midst of being a cancer patient. Being that I have a relationship with God and His Spirit working in and through me, yeah. Being sensitive to other people's mm. what they were going through, got it, and their needs. Some people were here were worse off than I was. Sure. And my spirit, if if I, I mean, I'm just my spirit was just with these people that I. That I was surrounded around while you're while, while you're I'm treated here, while, while you're I'm treated. being treated okay and I was getting people when I would go to get meals what are you here for what are you here for mm-hmm. you don't look like you should be here okay in that sense yeah, you know yeah. and I'm like you see Larry this is God wow what the enemy meant for evil I'll turn it around not only for my good because that scripture says for your good yeah but for His good absolutely and the Bible says seek you first the kingdom of God, yeah. and his righteousness, and then all these things should be added unto you. So my healing process was added unto me because I put other people before me, mm, mm. just like God. So in the midst of your journey, in the midst of your your, your trials, mm-hmm. your circumstances, mm-hmm. uh, I would have to imagine you've had some highs and some lows. Every day wasn't on top of the mountain mm-hmm. uh, because I think it's important to make that, to clarify that for people. Again, getting out the boat, walking on the water means mm-hmm. just that. You're going to have to get your feet wet. Yes. Uh, you're going to have to get some hair, some wind blown through your hair, if I can use that metaphor. Yeah. You, you're, you're ministering. God is bringing you across the path of individuals. Uh, you, you have a sensitivity toward them. And then you begin to experience this ministry in the midst of your own scenario and circumstance. Yes. Inside of the hospital. Yes. How did that mess with your thinking theologically? There had to be a very different theological shift in your head. Yes. Not behind the pulpit. Not with the stained glass window, not with the steeple on top, inside of a hospital. Right. Bunch of sick people. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you, Reverend, when I got here, I, when I felt spirituality here. I felt God here. Yeah. So I was somewhere where God was. Okay. And is. <laughs> so it was very easy. So you just plugged in. I just plugged in. It, to me, I told my wife, I would tell it's it's just like, it feels like church. <laughs> it feels like being in church. That's oxymoronic, my friend, to say that being in a cancer environment among yes. cancer patients felt like being in church because it yes. speaks to the power. Yes, and the love. Uh, and of, of, of God, mm-hmm. that he's everywhere. Amen. And, and you just simply tapped into that. Amen. Amen. So today, right now. Yes. Uh, I think you shared with me you're on the verge of the pastorate and you're moving in that direction and waiting on the next steps that God is leading you. How has this experience being a cancer patient changed you? It has made me stronger. It has made my thinking better to be lined up with God. 
it made me to my focus. You know, my focus is very important. Mm -hmm. And things like this, when you talk about cancer, it can come and rob you of your focus. So it has strengthened my focus where I now things that come, just like walking on the water and the storms that may come, I really have understood what God was saying to keep your focus and keep your eyes on him. That's where the blessings of the Lord come from, and they add no sorrow. That's where you, your, your help comes from. If I take my eyes off of God's help, and then I was thinking about hope in God. But see, God, his hope is in the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, other facilities like this. He reveals to us his hope in places like this to mm, help us mm, physically, mm. not just spiritually, but yeah. being balanced. Yeah, yeah. And so with that being said, the takeaway for me simply is, again, being balanced, but understanding that God is everywhere. Yes. And God is anywhere, Mm -hmm. even in the midst of of our greatest storm. Get out the boat. Yes. Get your feet wet. And let some wind blow through your hair. Oh, yeah. The best is still yet to come. Yes. Is it all right if I can just uh, mention my wife? Yes. I can't leave here without mentioning my wife. She was so much of a part of uh, me getting through this, Minister Lister Jones. Okay. Uh, she was my caregiver yeah. all throughout all of what I was going through with. She prayed. Uh, we have a prayer line, Global Prayer Empowerment Network, and okay. she just had, we just had all the people of God all across Florida, North Carolina, just praying. Amen. So I want to thank God for my, my wife. Well, we, we thank God for giving you uh, your good thing. The Bible says a man that findeth a wife finds a good thing yes. and has the favor of the Lord. And so we bless the woman of God in your life as well. Thank you. This has been Minister Larry Jones. Man, you've set my heart on fire. I'm excited to know you. I can't wait to see the next chapter of what happens in your life. God bless you, my brother. Thank you. Amen. Yes, and my thanks to both of these men for what we've learned from them here today on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Our free resource, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients, is available online. You can download it and print it at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Look for Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients. Well, we've got a lot to talk about after that conversation, Percy. We do. There's there's some tremendous principles of truth that is going to bless people today that we need to unpack. Our theme today has been keep your eyes on me, keep your eyes on the Lord. And boy, Larry really illustrated that with his life. He did. Uh, he spoke from, from several different perspectives that I think is very important. He spoke first and foremost as a male man. And I'm not talking about the guy that delivers the mail to your house. <laughs> no. Uh, but, but speaking from a, a man's perspective, of course, uh, dealing with the issue of prostate cancer and some of the psychological and emotional challenges that are many for many men who deal with this. He really helped us to understand some things that he had to unravel and unpackage. Then he also came to this conversation and and reckoning, if you will, from the perspective of being a minister of the gospel that he has taken very seriously with respect to being one who has stood and is standing in front of others to say, walk by faith, live by faith and trust God. It was now his turn. Yeah. And he had to actually be that guy and actually do that. Yeah. You read about Abraham earlier. Read that. Was it verse 19 again? Abraham, uh, Romans, the fourth chapter that we really established, and I made reference to this in the interview that I think is a very important point. And it is in verse 19 of Romans, the fourth chapter. It says that without weakening in his faith, being Abraham, he faced the fact. We asked our audience to just bear in mind and write that down. He faced the fact 
that his body was good as dead since he was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. That's Larry's testimony. That's Larry's testimony. And quite frankly, that's all of our testimonies. One of the misnomers that I think that people still struggle with and on some level are confused by theologically is when we are addressing the facts of our situation, we have a couple of decisions to make. We can either run from or hide from and try to negate the fact that there are facts sitting in front of us, because in some cases we believe that we're not being people of faith if we actually look at and acknowledge, which was one of his opening points, that he struggled with acceptance of mm-hmm. his situation, not accepting that he had to die or accept uh, that, you know, this is what's just, you know, this is just my lot in life, but accepting the reality of his situation. Here is what I am faced with. Here is what I'm being confronted by. He had to face just like Abraham did with the promise of God of being uh, uh, of being a father of many nations at a at a ripe old age of, you know, 90 plus years or 100 plus years old. He just said he's old. Yeah, he had to come to terms with that fact. And and in his his mind, he was like, I don't know how that's possible. He didn't negate or run from that. Then he turned around and he kicked into his faith of the promise that God made in the face of the facts of his situation. Boy, there's a lesson for all of us. And at the end of the day, I'm here to tell you, Wayne, we all will have an opportunity that we must look at our facts that we, we can't run from our doctor. We can't run from the reports. We can't act like that they're not there. We need to own that, look at that, acknowledge that, and say, this is what my facts are. Now, in the face of the promise of God, and in the context of talking about health and wellness, good medicine and science, we begin to uh, create a pathway of execution that this is what we're now going to do. And if I may use you as just a a very slight example, over the last couple of months, you just recently had a little procedure (laughs) that, that you've worked through that you had to face the fact of, yeah. a, you know, of a circumstance. Yeah, I had a knee replaced. Right? And you had to do something about <laughs> yeah, it. Right. You didn't just go home and say, well, I'm going to pray about that. And I'm just going <laughs> to trust the Lord and we'll see what happens. No, you sat down, you had some examinations, you had some assessment, you had some conversation, and then ultimately some recommendations were made that then you made a decision of following up on in the face of your circumstances while trusting God. Let me carry the analogy further because as Larry said, I am stronger and better because of it. And in my case, my my knee is stronger and better, you know, even though it went through a trial. And and, and pain and difficulty. And see, this is the rub. We struggle with the dynamic of going through less than optimal circumstances in the face of the promises of God. And I like to say it this way. You know, we we everybody's got to get on the merry-go-round if they want to get on the ride. So, again, <laughs> everybody wants to go for a ride, but we don't want to get on the merry-go-round because, again, it's going to make us dizzy. I'm going to get seasick, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, we have to embrace uh, and and engage with some processes that may be less than favorable, less than optimal. But on the other side of that experience, while we're trusting and believing in the promises of God, 
We face the facts of our circumstance. We embrace our situation and we say we can do all things through Christ who strengthens me or us. And Larry said it's all it's all God. And it was all the prayers offered because he, he credited his wife and that prayer network he had going. Because he had to really deal with the fact that he said I had to work on my focus. He said because, again, uh, cancer attempted to rob him of his focus. So, again, he, he embraced the fact that he had cancer, but then he kicked into his faith of his belief that his God was with him and for him. And while utilizing good medical practices, he allowed his faith to buoy, strengthen, encourage, and move him forward. And now he's on the other side of that experience, sharing that story and that testimony. And many of us want to have a testimony, Wayne. And what happens is that we borrow other people's testimonies. Mm -hmm. But I have news for you. In order to have a real, genuine, authentic testimony, in many cases, you got to go through a test. That's what qualifies you to have ways about it. That's what qualifies a testimony. And in this particular case, Minister Larry Jones now is declaring that God is his healer, but he didn't deny his facts in the process of that. And I was very moved when Larry said he felt God's presence in, in all of it. Amazingly, he, and he was very specific, and again, I quote, that he saw and felt God in the midst of an environment where most people typically wouldn't think of seeing or experiencing the presence of God. Of course, as fundamental evangelicals and Christians, we look for the presence of God in our local churches and our houses of worship. But he said while in a cancer hospital in an environment with others who were very sick, he felt and saw the presence of God in the midst of that circumstance which helps to reinforce the fact, again, that God has told us, lo, I will be with you even unto the end of the earth and the world. No matter where you are or no matter what your circumstance may have taken you, God is there with you. Our resource is entitled Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients. And today's program, I think, uh, points out uh, the importance of having this information in hand. And we want you to download a copy. For instance, it talks about how much God loves everyone and how much that God is more powerful than the cancer that they may be going through. Again, the fundamental foundation of, of the principles of faith and God and certainly Christianity is the love of God. Everything that is derived from and about God is driven through his love for humanity and people. And of course, I can hear the naysayers out there saying, well, if God loved us so much, why does he allow you know negative circumstances and hardships? So again, I hear you. I, I got you. My response at the end of the day is this, is that God is in the midst of all circumstances, good and bad. Romans 8, 28 tells us that God will make all things work for our good according to them that that love him and are called according to his purpose. The word all is inclusive, all good things and all bad things. How many things? All, (laughs) A-L-L, and I'm not talking about the detergent either. (laughs) At the end of the day, all things can and will work for our good for those who love God. I know I speak for Pastor P at the end of the day. There have been some hardships and some circumstances, certainly not cancer, that I look back on and go, my soul looks back and wonder how I got over. It was because of the love of God. You and me both, brother. You and me both. All right. Well, this resource, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients, available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Write that website down 
healthhopeandinspiration.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode with Pastor P, the voice of inspiration here, Percy McRae. Our time is gone. Percy, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Keep chopping the wood. Chopping the wood. I forgot about that. We've got work to do. All right. We'll see you next time for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.